2 Samuel chapter 9. Not going to read it as in, in its entirety. I'm just going to talk through it just a little bit. Um, but here it is. David is ready to show the kindness of God uh, to an heir uh, for Jonathan's sake. Jonathan's was King Saul's um, son. Uh, Saul had a problem with David. Jonathan didn't. So Jonathan has a child. When David goes in to raid the land, uh, Mephibosheth is the son of Jonathan. And uh, he is dropped by his nurse on the way out as they're fleeing. And uh, he's now lame in his legs because he was dropped by his nurse. Um, but now it's time for the kindness of God to be shown. And, and at a time when the kindness of God is to be shown, you have to be careful about how you see yourself. This is part two. I'll probably work on some other things concerning this possibly next Sunday. Uh, how you see yourself when it's time for the kindness of God to be shown. Uh, for people who don't know us, my, myself and my wife, we're very kind people. We only use authority when it's needed. We love celebrating people. It's uh, one of my security over here to my left. It's his birthday today. Stacy's birthday is today. And we love showing kindness. And I had a call yesterday and I, I, I get kind of uh, uh, at this age, I'm 55 now. I, I get tired of being the police. But if people stopped speeding, I wouldn't have to serve tickets. So if they stopped violating and breaking laws, I can go on a vacation. So authority is only put in place for lawbreakers. But what we're in, we're in the season of our lives where we really want to show the kindness of God can't let you break laws because it may hurt other people and it does hurt other people when you don't have any discipline about yourself it hurts a whole lot of people uh, uh ed and miss v is here with us celebrating our birthday as well birthday anniversary <laughs> i'll still celebrate my birthday if i need to i thank god for them being here i'm, I'm gonna pick up in uh, verse 6 and verse 7 and uh, verse 8, it says, Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Here is your servant. So David said to him, Do not fear. For I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continuously. Then he, talking about Mephibosheth, bowed himself and said, what is your servant that you should look upon such a dead dog as I? Father, help us in the way we see ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Go ahead and take your seats. Take your seats.
take your seats. There was a place that Mephibosheth had been hanging out after he was dropped. And it's called Lodibar. It's called Lodibar. Low meaning no, the bar meaning nothing, nothing. He had been hanging out in a place called nothing. He had been hanging out in a place called nothing. That may sound like some of your friends. See, they look at me differently in this city because I haven't been hanging out in a place called nothing. And when you stop hanging around nothing thinking folks, you start learning how to honor royalty. You can always tell when folks been hanging around nothing. Because they don't know value when they see it. When you're wearing a mink, they think you're wearing a skunk. So Mephibosheth had been hanging around nothing, nothing. Hanging around churches where they vote the pastor in, nothing. Hanging around places where deacons rule, nothing. Hanging around places where trustee boards make all the laws and you can never put any carpet in the house because the trustee board won't allow you nothing. <laughs> Hanging out with a bunch of guys that don't quote the Bible, can't even be up to date, but know everybody on the football field and everybody on the court, nothing. <laughs> Hanging out with girls that still at 50 years old act like they 15, nothing. Spending time with a bunch of people you don't know don't like the senior leader. Nothing. Always in gossip and conversations that have nothing to do with edification. Nothing. So Mephibosheth spent so much time in Lodibar, nothing. He did not know value when he ex was exposed to it. Never try to grade anyone when all your time has been spent in Lodibar. Nothing. We got to get your self-esteem up so you'll know how to value where God wants to take you. Listen here. You didn't get your hair done to go sleep with a fool. Nothing. God didn't bless you with that promotion so you can drive by the corner and pick up a prostitute. Nothing. Excuse me here. You can have it tight till we can see your cellular coming out of those stockings, but that's my woman over there. Nothing. She ain't got to worry about me. I'm a king. Nothing. They wouldn't be able to get you if you weren't hanging out in Lodi Bar. Nothing.
Don't want to preach at your phony church. Nothing. You see the kind of friends I got and you think I'm a downgrade to hang out? No, nothing. No disrespect to musicians, but I made sure my daughter didn't go and play for places that were nothing. You're too gifted and too anointed to sell yourself for nothing. She ain't looking for a gig. She's called nothing. Everything looking for a gig has come out of loaded bar and all you're thinking is nothing. Don't know how to appreciate it when you got somebody that can pay you because you're used to nothing. You'd rather be with somebody that has to give you a rain check on your paycheck because you're used to nothing. All right. Problem with the church has been hanging out in Lodi Bar. Everybody you around, you're expecting a rain check. None of these folks on my payroll had to have a rain check. They got their check because they're not in nothing. Don't you dare disrespect this house because this is not Lodi Bar. If you listen to them talk, you will know how they think. And if they talk like they're from Lodibar, they think like Lodibar. And they need to get the book, I Am The One. Because I Am The One will get your mind out of Lodibar. So when the king wants to show some kindness to you, you know how to receive it. Anytime... Anytime you have low self-worth like Mephibosheth, you don't know when a blessing standing right in front of you. You don't know when a blessing gets on a microphone. You sitting there and you're slouched over like you're in a bar somewhere. You ain't in no bar this time. You're standing in front of royalty. You got to get your posture together because your breakthrough, the kindness that you've been praying for may be standing right in front of you, but you don't know how to posture yourself. I'm going somewhere great. Not with that posture. Three things to talk about. See, I came to help you. I came to help you. You think that I don't have the power to change you. But my first anointing is to help you. Get you dressed for where God wants to take you. Some of y'all are wearing the wrong garments for where you're trying to go. And the garment always represented the inner condition of a person. A blind man wore a blind garment. Blind Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, he threw his garment off. When he was walking to Jesus, because he's in my last moments of being blind. You got to learn how to throw that attitude off. 
You don't need to practice that in this house. This is a royal house. You don't practice that kind of behavior. I don't care what you went through, where you came from. You don't practice that in this house because God is showing kindness in this house. So you need to get yourself together so that God can do something great with you and stop running around like you're still crippled. If you can remember more what they've done to you than what God said he's going to do for you, you got the wrong mentality. If you can rehearse every bad thing that they said about you and done to you and you can't remember the word that God gave you of what he was going to do for you. Once we were done with, with Elder Riley's elevation and she came over to me and she said there was a word given to me at nine years old that I am was going to visit her. I am was going to God done it at five. The prophet came and affirmed it at nine. Every word that God gives you there will be an affirmation that comes physically. That's why you can't be a preacher hater. You'll miss your affirmation. God says it. We affirm it. There has to always be a physical, natural affirmation to what God said. Okay. The way you see yourself is important. In the season God has chosen to favor you. The way you see yourself is important. In the season God has chosen to favor you. The way you see yourself. The way you see yourself. The reason you can't handle what some people say to you. Because you beat yourself up long before we ever opened up our mouths. You're more abusive towards you than anyone would ever be. So when anyone says no, it's like somebody has just cut you in half because you tore yourself down while you were in the mirror. You said, my hair doesn't look right. My clothes don't look right. These shoes don't fit me. I got to get out here in this dirty car. I'm got. So I don't know how much complaining you done about yourself before you came in here. But whatever you done to slaughter yourself, we came as edification to build you up. You need to stop killing yourself because we're trying to resurrect the real you. despise this terminology that says I'm going to be myself but that ain't even you that's the you you created that's the imaginary you that's the you you built around your hurt that's the you you built around your pain that's the you you built around your trauma that's the you you built around your rejection that's not the real you I want to talk to the real you So when you say, I'm going to be myself, what you mean, I am going to expose everybody to all my hangups, all my flaws, all my weaknesses, and that's not the real you. The way you see yourself is important in the season, in the season God has chosen, God chooses a season to favor you. Here it is. King David was only responding to the season that God had chosen 
to favor the bloodline of Jonathan. I wouldn't be here if God has not chosen to favor you. All you headless seekers that think you're going to get your blessing without some physical help from some senior leader, you might as well go ahead and shut your Bible and never read it again because we cannot find an account for anybody moving into destiny without some physical help in the earth. And while you're dealing with all those spirits, we need to cast one out because it ain't holy. your season by the way you see yourself. Well, I just have a hard time being around people. Why? Why? The the deeper I go with God, the more I want to be around people. The more time I spend with God, the more time I want to spend with people. Jesus was always around people unless he was praying. You're not praying. What problem do you have with being around people? Excuse me. I'm going to do ministry not and dislike people you're not. How in the world are you going to do effective ministry you don't even like people? It's about how you see yourself. People can be blamed for your problem and your problem is internal because you see yourself a certain way. Do you know how many people you have hurt that loved you, wanted to help you, was sent to bless you and you rejected them because you had rejection on yourself? Do you know how many people you use false discernment on and misjudge them because you are still traumatized by your old self? I retired my discernment until I was made whole. Because there's no way you can discern your surroundings correctly while you're broken like that. That's why we got to teach I am the one. You think it's just preaching. No, it's building you up so you'll stop attacking God. Because when you are not built up inwardly, you will be used by Satan to attack God's plan. It's not being lame that that shapes your thinking. But the environment you're being exposed to shapes your thinking. It wasn't Mephibosheth being dropped and him being lame in his legs. It was Lodibar. Because you can be lame in your legs and still know you're king. You can have one 
and still know you're king. It was the environment. He spent years in Lodibar. He spent years in nothing. So when it was time for him to be treated like royalty, he had a problem with it. When the season of blessing rolled around, he had a problem with it. Oh, they just want to set me up. They just want to accuse me. They just want to take advantage of me. Elder Riley, what if you would, uh, Dr. Riley, what if you would have said that and not came over today? We got all this stuff set up and you were thinking like that. Well, uh, Apostle Davis, I don't know. I don't know. We had a couple of run-ins, so I'm, I'm just going to stay at home. I know it's a celebration, but I can just send them a text or I can send them a video. I can just do that. I don't have to go and subject myself. How many elevations have you missed? How many promotions have you missed? How many conversations have you had with, with, with yourself and not with the one that wanted to be a blessing to you? This, this is, let, let me tell you what I do. When I'm hurting, I never talk to another female. When I'm hurting, I never, I never talk to another female. I don't like men like that. When I'm hurting, I never, no disrespect to anybody, but I, when I'm hurting, I do not talk to another female when I'm hurting. I'll talk to God, and then I'm going to get it right and go talk to my wife. I am not going to enter in. I am not going to load bar. I don't need nobody comforting me. No, 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 you are not going to, no, no, well, well, no, don't touch me. It's a difference between a pastor and a friend or an administrator or a secretary or an assistant. No, you don't touch me. I don't need your comfort. Get out of my office. I'm here to stay. Get out of my office. I'll suffer. I'll suffer until God sends me somebody. I'll suffer until Lady Davis gets over her anger. I'll suffer. But no, you're not going to comfort me. Not while I'm hurting. My environment is everything. There's nothing wrong with a woman consulting a pastor with integrity. While you're hurting, you know that dude ain't straight up. Excuse me. Excuse me. I am the one. <laughs> You, you, you are the one, but you got to get rid of all that stuff, all that baggage today on our celebration. You got to get rid of all that baggage because you're canceling out. And then you're hanging around a bunch of other sick folks at the pool. For 38 years, you've been hanging out with sick folk. Talk just like you. Complain about the same things you complain about. Hurt. Don't believe in the church. Don't believe in senior leadership. How long you going to hang out with those folks? Because as long as you're hanging with them, you're always going to be sick. You will lose your desire to be whole. Take it a step further. 
if my father had done something that I didn't understand, doesn't mean he was wrong. I just didn't understand it. I am not going to go hang out with a bunch of rel religious nor a bunch of street beer drinkers and try to get some counseling from somebody that's deep in some stuff that can't help me because I'm not on that level. If they're medicating themselves, how are they going to help you? So I'm, I'm, can I just deal with it? All hurt musicians hang out with all hurt musicians. All hurt worship leaders hang out with all hurt worship leaders. All her pastors hang out with all her pastors. And you can be there for at least 38 years. Does anybody want to be made whole? Does anybody want to be them real, their real self? Is everybody going to drag around baggage for the rest of their lives? Is everybody going to have daddy issues for the rest of their lives? No one you heard from on those videos are running around hurt and disgruntled. None of them. Change your relationship. It's your environment that will kill you. And you can determine your environment. So it wasn't, it wasn't his lameness. Because we can hide that when you get to the table. We, we can hide all that. Once you get to the table, they don't know who can walk and who can't. Oh, we can cover that. But what we can't cover is the way you think. Because it's going to come out at the table. So, it's his time for elevation. It's his time that God wants to restore everything from his father and his grandfather. And he addresses himself as a dead dog. Not even a dog. A dead dog. So you, you're going you're gonna to go lower than a dog, walking dog, barking dog, car chasing dog, to a dead dog that don't respond to anything, don't chase cars, don't bark, don't do anything. He lowered himself all the way down to something that was decaying. If you're not careful, you will spend time in environments that bring you to a decay, oh my God, a decayed state. You sitting in church decaying. And people want to know why you don't praise no more. It is the environment that you're in that's working against you. But when you're the one, I said when you're the one, it doesn't matter how much stench is around you. When you're the one, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. When you're the one, you got to know when your moment comes. When you're the one.
Have you ever noticed that the further you get away from the stench, the less you smell? You got to relocate yourself. You got you to get away from around all that church mess. You got to get away from around all those gossiping people. It's your season. You can't spend time around that stench. See, with, with the people, with the people I deal with now, they don't need to have an unpleasant odor when I walk in the room. An unpleasant aroma. You ever been in a room and you can tell when somebody walked in? See, you, you, you don't need that in your favorable, I am the one season. When you, when you come into the room, it should add volume to the room. When you come into the room, the, wound, the room should feel warm. When you come into the room, you, you, the room should light up because you here, even if we didn't have the lights on. I'm closing. Don't stay in places that undermine your royal bloodline. Don't stay in places that undermine your royal bloodline. Mephibosheth came from royalty. Lodibar undermined his bloodline where he did not even recognize who he was anymore. It wasn't what they were saying about him. It was the way he saw himself. Yeah, they, they, how do you say, oh, they said it now. No, I realize I'm royalty. And if you're hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth, I'm speaking to royalty. I am speaking to people who know no matter what you've been through, no matter what you experience, you are the one. That's trying to tell me can't nothing good come out of breath and look now. <laughs> can anything good come out of there? Yes, sir, I can say it can. You want to know why? Because I'm it. I'm the one. I don't know where you came from. I don't know what they put a lid on. What area they put a lid on. But if you're the one, I dare you to start shouting in the atmosphere. Remove yourself from unhealthy environments. Remove yourself from criticism. Remove yourself from anything that works against your royal bloodline. Somebody shout, I am royalty. You have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the king. You are royalty. He's king of kings. He's Lord of lords. 
Listen. Listen, I don't want you to start thinking through it. If I stay there too long, it's going to shape me. If I stay in this conversation too long, it's going to shape me. If I stay around here too long, it's going to shape me. It's the environment that will shape you. You got to get out of that environment. If you don't get out of that environment, it'll have you doubting what you really are. If you don't get out of that environment, it's going to have you not trusting in God that rescues those who are his. It's going to have an impact on you. Somebody better get out of that environment. I need about 50 people that made up their mind. I am going to change my environment. I was thinking, well, why didn't you get a guest speaker? This is my church. Nobody comes up in here and speaks without me signing off on it. You've been in the wrong environment, haven't you? If you create heaven on earth, you create order on earth. There's no way to say you have heaven on earth without order on earth. I got to go. But Ed Raleigh, Dr. Raleigh, I realized I was a king. And when I realized I was king, if I entered a room and that room wasn't wholesome and conducive to who I am, that was either I would exit that room early, but I know for sure I'd never go back into that room again. It's been somewhat of a lonely ride, Apostle Corner. It's been a lonely ride because I had to avoid certain rooms. Because I didn't want to smell like a room when I'm destined for a greater room. Some of you still smell like the room that you came from and you're destined for a greater room. But I came to tell you today, the Lord is going to cleanse you from those lesser rooms, those lesser thoughts, those lesser environments, and give your kingdom thinking mind so you can do anything. I dare you to shout it three times, I am the one. I am the one. I am the one. You may have been down and out, but the Lord said that you're up and in. How many of y'all know that you're in, you're in, you're in? So I, I'm evaluating everything now. Everything. My staff, all leaders, everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing if you know how to think in the realm that you're in. Because the reason it's different is because it's not the same realm. 
If it was the same realm, you would get the same results and you don't like the results you've gotten. So it's time to shift upward. When you shift up, your mind's got to change. Because there's some things happening in this realm that wasn't happening in that realm. My time's up. But if you wanted to win as much as I wanted you to win and God wants you to win, you wouldn't have no problem getting up tomorrow morning. Nothing's wrong with having winning on your mind because you've been around losers most of your life. I want you to get winning on your mind. I want you to get winning on your mind that every time you wake up, even if you've been knocked down several times, you still know that you're a winner and you'll get back up again. I don't care what's going on in your life. I know I don't look like anything bad goes on, but bad things happen all the time, but I'm still a winner. How do you know you're a winner? I left Lodi Bar. I am not giving up my position. I am not giving up my authority. I am not giving up my title because I am not in Lodibar. The thing about Mephibosheth, he removed himself from the table. Listen, can you handle the criticism that comes with being at the table? I'll take it a step further. Can you handle the criticism of me liking you? When I start reaching out to you, it is the kindness of God. I am a busy man. And if I take the time to reach out to you, it means that the favor of God is on your life. I think they miss that. They want an angel. They want a celestial being to come down. Hey, I am the angel in the house of God. I like you. Bernice, I like you and your family. That means you're going to have some haters. But that means they can't do nothing about what God wants to do in your life. And if you know the devil and haters can't do anything about it, I'm going to leave you 30 seconds to give God your best praise. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. 
Fresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.